Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 4, titled... Close to the metal. Oh, this episode's brilliant. It's so incredible. It's absolutely freaking phenomenal from beginning to end. It's easily one of my favorites of the season. It is absolutely masterful. So, this episode starts off and everything's going pretty well. Everything's awesome, everything's cool, uh, development on the PCs, chugging along at a nice pace, uh, a reporter from Wall Street Quarterly is gonna come down and take a look at what Cardiff's doing, they hit the Doherty threshold, that nice little sweet spot of under 4 milliseconds where if it responds fast enough, uh, you'll be locked to the computer for hours, and that's a nice... Fun little moment of celebration. Yeah, everything's great. Everything's going. No problems will ever happen. We will never hit any production snafus at any point. All our worries are behind us. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And then the BIOS crashes. <laughs> And just fully deletes itself. As Cameron's working on it. As the reporter is right there, by the way. So the reporter is witness to all of this. Ah, there's a power surge. BIOS crashed. Ah, the backups are completely destroyed as well. Because Cameron put them so close to uh, her stereo and blasted music. Sort of got some uh, demagging going on. And it's just generally a shit show. And the moment this happens is so... It's so heart-pounding. Like, even if you know nothing about computers, even if you don't know what this means at all, which is 99.99999% of the population watching this show, at least not at this level. Even if you don't know what this is, like, you can feel the intensity. Like, you can feel from how everyone's reacting to this situation. Cameron in particular, uh, because Mackenzie Davis is an incredible, incredible actress. And also, just perfect in every way. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of many instances that I'm sure will come up in this series of me being creepy towards Mackenzie Davis. I have much respect for her as an actress. Anyway, point is, 
you get so much of the intensity off of them, like just from their reactions, just from how they're emoting. Uh, Mackenzie Davis in particular, and Scoot McNary, and Lee Pace, like everyone in that room just has this look of just utter despair on their face. And you know, okay, I don't know what this means, but I know it's bad. I know it's an utter catastrophe. I know this is the worst thing that could possibly happen because they're telegraphing that so well, because they're using such brilliant shorthands in the performances and in the dialogue. Like, that's the brilliance of Halt and Catch Fire to me. Like, it's so hardcore tech-oriented, but they use just enough shorthand that even if you have, if you have no technical knowledge... You can still understand the gravity of everything that happens. And this is probably one of the earliest examples of that. So Cameron's having like a big freak out. Everyone's just sort of yelling at each other. What the hell's happening? Uh, and Gordon, in his brilliant move, is like, Hey, wife. Hey, Donna. Uh... So, I know you're mad at me because earlier in this episode I said I'd pick up the kids. And then I never picked up the kids. Uh, I, I know... <laughs> I, I, I know you're mad at me right now, but... Uh, and, and also, you're kind of on thin ice at work. Uh, it'll be revealed later in this episode that you're now kind of on probation. Uh, because your reports are coming in late and they're full of errors. You could possibly lose your job, but... Uh, Please fix this. And so we get an entire episode of Cameron freaking out, uh, Gordon and Donna working on these bios, trying to recover them. The kids just doing F all, and Joe, like, just trying to defuse the situation on every possible point, especially with a reporter who's like, I got a juicy story of uh, this tech company failing. It's amazing. It's going to get me off of this terrible beat. I'm going to get a real, (laughs) I'm going to get a real assignment, damn it. So you have that. Uh, Donna does her whole deal. Uh, At one point, Cameron is babysitting Donna and Clark, uh, Donna and Gordon's kids. At one point, she's babysitting for them, and they're having a good time, they're having some laughs, and then the kids are like, hey, 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 you're not trash. Cameron's like, hey, did someone say I was trash? And the kids are like, well, daddy said you were like white trash, and he and mommy laughed. Then Cameron literally plays with fire and is like, hey, go away. And then she steals Donna's keys, goes to the Clark household. I feel attacked. As a Clark, I feel attacked, by the way. How could you do this to me, Mackenzie Davis? We had something special. (laughs) Or at least I did. I really need to tone it down. (laughs) It's getting creepy even for me. But anyway, she goes over to the Clark household, ready to just graffiti up the walls, and then she stopped when uh, the neighbor that Gordon fired 
comes in with a literal shotgun. Ready to shoot Gordon. And it's like, oh, it's just you. Hey, they fired you too? Hey, don't worry, I only use this gun to shoot bad guys. A.K.A. the person who fired me. And just goes on this huge rant about how much he hates the Clarks. And is just like, okay, bye. <laughs> and then Cameron's like, uh, yeah, not doing this. <laughs> Abort. <laughs> Abort. And then goes back. Uh, while this is happening, Donna does manage to recover the BIOS. Does manage to get everything back. Uh, she has to use a foot, a fake name with the reporter. Because if word got out that she, someone working at TI, was working on the side at Cardiff, she'd lose her job immediately. And not just, like, slowly, like, as, like, I can't talk. Not just slowly, like, what is happening now. So the reporter's like, hey, here's, uh... Here's a good story. Uh, I'm interviewing everybody. I'm talking to everybody. Woo, everyone wins. The BIOS is recovered. The reporter has a good story. It's all... It's all a perfectly... Perfectly happy ending. Almost... Almost too perfect. It's as if... It's as if it was... Engineered. It's almost as if a situation was designed to perfectly have Cameron lose control at just the right moment to make Cardiff look amazing and to get a reporter interested in the story. But that couldn't be what happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's what happened. Yeah, Donna discovers, wait a minute, these are, these are used discs. I mean, Cameron's sloppy, but she's not that sloppy. She would have used clean discs to write her bios. She would have used clean discs as her backups. So she goes to Joe and is like, hey, what the hell? What the hell happened? And she lays it all out in front of him. Like, you engineered this. You constructed this scenario. You swapped Cameron's backups for these wiped discs. Just so the day could be saved in front of your reporter. And Joe's like, yeah, I did that. And it's the best thing I could have done. Now that reporter's gonna write about us. Whether he... Talks about, like, a dumpster fire or uh, some underdogs. He's going to write about us. Best thing that could have happened, quite frankly. And, you know, best thing you could do, shut up. Don't say anything, not even to Gordon. So Donna and Gordon go home. They have an encounter with Cameron in the parking lot. Uh, Cameron fakes... Dropping the keys to return them to Donna after Donna compliments Cameron's code. So, man. Turns out, in this show, the quickest way to a woman's heart 
is to complement her code. If you want to get, if you want to get a woman like Cameron all happy, to the point where she'll return the keys she stole to vandalize your home, compliment her code. <laughs> That is, uh, about as effed up as a happy ending can get, quite frankly, <laughs> as far as that subplot goes. Um, they go home, and then Tana, uh, Donna immediately spills the beans on, like, yeah, Joe did this. Joe engineered the whole thing. And then Gordon's like, man, what an asshole. Did it work? <laughs> He's like, oh, well, that sucks. Did it work, though? Is it going to write about us? <laughs> and then, I-, I love how this ending plays out of Joe and Gordon just standing around, and they're like, man, that was quite a day yesterday. Yeah, if Donna hadn't been here, who knows where we'd be. Gordon says that, and doesn't call Joe out at all. So, Gordon, uh, maybe diving a little bit into Joe's ideology here. Gordon may be diving a little bit into ends justify the means. He's certainly willing to let it go, at least for the moment. Oh, also, there's another subplot in there where Cardiff talks to Boz and is like, Hey, who's really running things? You need to remind Joe McMillan who's running things over at my company. And Boz is like, okay, I'll do that. And he walks away as his people shoot a horse. Which, by the way, what's with all the dead animals in this show? Why does this show hate animals all of a sudden? Last episode, it was a dead bird, and now it's a dead horse. R.I.P. Random Horse. Gone too soon, I think. I I can't comment on the age of the horse, but I'm assuming it's too soon. And so how does Boz deal with this? Well, uh, Joe's driving home, and then the police show up, and they're like... Hey, license and registration. Hey, what are you reaching for? Ah, you hit me. And Joe's like, wait, wait, what's happening? And then they just beat him up. But, you know, he's white, so they leave him alive. Uh, and Boz picks him up from holding. And at that moment, like, Boz just struts in and is, like, having a good time, talking all buddy-buddy with the cop that beat him up. And he kind of know in this moment, without them saying anything... Yeah, Boz did this. Uh, Boz just paid some cops to beat up Joe McMillan. And that's how he reminded him who is in charge. Well, that happened. That was a thing. That was an episode. Uh, And a pretty damn great episode, if I do say so myself. Uh, If you like this... Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here 
every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 5. Talk to you then.